Are you searching for the direction to succeed at the business of life? Struggling with debt, decisions, stress, or just trying to find the right mentor? Look no further, because your host, Paul Ciarto, is giving you the non-negotiable life lessons to get on the right path to building perpetual wealth and establishing the never-broken mindset. Believe it or not, we all deal with stress, and I will tell you, on a daily basis, I feel that stress rumble in my stomach, whether it be focused on my family, my work, uh, bills, I mean, whatever. And I think that some of us have the ability to deal with that stress better than others. And today I want to go through what is stress, why do we deal with it, and what are some of the tactics that I employ to pretty much manage stress on a daily basis because because we all have it we we deal with it in every aspect of our lives and you know if if it's not if it's not dealt with what happens what happens if we don't deal with it it pretty much shuts us down it results in you know an attack on your body your mind it could create depression it it drives you down this path of perpetual failure you have pain, you have constant fatigue, you don't know what to do. So today we're going to focus on how do we manage that? How do we get out of that that stress cycle and that 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 control mechanism that stress really is. So first let's chat about what is stress. Stress is really pressure on your physical and or mental state. It's from fear or anxiety. It's from attitudes or perceptions. It's from having unrealistic expectations. It's from dealing with changes. So so in summary, stress is pretty much anything that you don't have direct control over. It takes over your body. It takes over your mind. And it really puts you down this path of fear, anxiety. I'm going to lose. I'm going to, I'm going to possibly fail. I want you all to know that it's okay. It's actually okay to fail. It's okay to stress. Not all stress is bad. Stress actually, you know, for me, I find it to be to be pretty good. Um, I find that at times, you know, um, without stress, I I can't function at my highest level. People often ask me how I deal with the stress of life. They say nothing ever seems to even phase me at times. So the reality is my entire adult life is filled with stimuli that most people would consider high stress situations. I have a, a, a ton of life challenges like, like anyone else. I have you know financial issues, kids issues. You know They test my patients on a daily basis. I have disagreements with my wife, my coworkers, the, uh, the companies that I work with. I have a crazy family dynamic. As you know, if, if you're listening, you, you've heard the stories with my dad, my brother, my mom. It's, it's just insane. How do you deal with that? You know, and, then, and then you put on top of that the work-related issues. See, the fact is I face daily challenges and stress is a normal part of my existence. It's a normal part of all of our existences. See, but I also recognize that stress 
is something that I can handle in a well-structured and controlled manner to minimize the effects on my body. See, I subscribe to what I like to call the bend but don't break attitude. And I often revert back to the stress of my childhood or the stress that I received in the military to really try to get through situations in my life. It really offers me a great deal of perspective and understanding to keep the stress that I deal with today at bay. And, you know, I let it play a role in my life to help me succeed. See, stress isn't always a bad thing, especially for the modern day professional or someone trying to succeed at the business of life. Feeling stress can actually push you harder. It can help keep you motivated. It can force you to evolve and shift directions and prevent stagnancy and you know, help you progress in life. Many of us would live on autodrive, failing to correct course if we didn't have a healthy dose of stress in our lives every now and then. So first off, don't look at stress as simply a bad thing. It doesn't have to be bad. It actually has some really positive attributes. So, so, so to understand this, you just can't let stress take over your life because all the bad things are going to happen. And you really need to be ready to bend to stress and not allow it to break you. See, that never broken mindset, not allowing yourself to be psychologically or physically broken. You have to subscribe to this never broken attitude. So allow stress to kind of kind of bend with it, you know, kind of go with the flow of stress and try to leverage it as a positive in your life. And it's really all about practicing and having a plan to perfect how you manage it. So I want to go through a quick story. Quick story of where you know stress really began for me uh, outside of my childhood. And it starts in the military. I remember I joined the military. I was, you know, all but 17 years old. And and that night, the night before I had to fly out to uh, boot camp, I remember just sitting there in my room, actually crying all night and just thinking through the impact that was about to happen to me. I was about to pretty much leave everything I knew, even though it was quite chaotic, get on a plane and start this brand new life of being being a military uh, representative, being this person that's thrown into these combative situations possibly. And, you know, I pretty much stayed up all night, cried my brains out. And, you know, you, you have to understand I was 17, 225 pounds. I was this big, tough guy. And for me to sit in my room, the stress just took over. I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know how to cope with it at that time. Uh, considering my past, it, it didn't really help. I just went with the flow. And I remember at 6 a.m. in the morning, my my recruiter, I heard him knocking on, on the door. And I walked to the door. I turned to my mom, gave her a hug, kiss, said goodbye. And I remember walking to the car. And at that point, I didn't have a choice but to suck it up. I had to use that stress as a motivator. And I remember traveling all day long. And by the time 
I got to Great Lakes, Illinois. I was so exhausted and I just was not ready for this. And here's the thing. The military doesn't care. Their goal is to create a process of uh, stress-induced stress, uh, situations, and they're going to throw it upon you over and over and over again to create this highly repetitious situation so your mind and body starts to essentially feed on this, and you start becoming familiar with the stressful situations. Now, now I'm in boot camp, and you know I, I got the day started. I got boot camp started. Now I'm going to fast forward a little bit to a situation where, you know, I had nothing else to do but go with the flow of repetition and try to understand how to calm my body, how to calm my mind, and just deal with the situation at hand. And it was the day of learning and being tested on swimming. Now. I'm a guy from New Jersey. There weren't there weren't any pools in my backyard and I found myself in this situation where we were expected to climb up this three-story uh, platform and essentially jump off, tread water for 5 or so minutes and then try to swim around this Olympic-sized pool. And I was at the time what, what they call an APO, athletic petty officer. And I was the guy that everyone expected to be great at everything physical. So, so of course, what I did was I, I, I found myself at the back of the line, last one in the water to do my swim test. And I watched 200 plus other sailors go through this process of essentially being tested on their, their swimming capabilities. And I would watch every single one of them climb up this 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 podium, this this platform, and then the uh, recruit division commander would say, "Step!" They would jump off the platform, and they would go. They would they would essentially float. They would swim. They would do it so perfectly. Now, after about two hours, it was my turn, and I found myself in a situation where I climbed up that platform. And I looked over at all of my other shipmates and I thought to myself, you know, they could do this. I'm going to be able to do this. So I remember getting to the end of that platform. They, they yelled out step. I stepped over and I found myself in the water. Now, I didn't know how to tread water. All I found was, you know, a 200 pound, 220 pound, you know, muscle head at the time does not float really well. So I, I sat there and panicked and, you know, aggressively tried to doggy paddle and stay afloat. And, and I actually did it. I did it for five minutes. And after five minutes, I remember the, uh, the, one of the SEAL members that were on the side of the pool, they yelled at me, swim. And I looked at him and I said, I can't, I'm exhausted. I can't do this. And he just had this long stick, started poking me and said, get moving, get moving, start swimming. And I remember trying to do this doggy paddle around this Olympic-sized pool. And, and within probably 30 seconds, my body was completely exhausted. I had no strength. I could not continue. And I found myself going under. And natural reaction, that survival instinct kicked in. I grabbed the side of the pool and I tried to pull myself out. But 
one of those Navy SEALs was right there. And they did not allow that. They did not like it. So what they did was they took a stick, they threw me back in, and I found myself again trying to tread water. I was taking in water. I couldn't breathe. And within the next 10, 15 seconds, I tried to pull myself out of the pool again, but they would not allow me. So I found myself in a situation of essentially drowning during my swim test in you know in my first 3 weeks of the navy and after after I could not move my arms anymore I was completely exhausted I went under the water finally someone pulled me out to the side of the pool I was on the side of the pool vomiting for about 20 minutes now this is where you know the first lesson of stress management really, really was taught to me. Um, after about 20 minutes of vomiting my brains out on the side of the pool, I didn't have a choice but to get back in the pool. The commander turned to me and said, you're going to learn to swim today. And you're going to continue doing this, the same exact cycle, until you figure out how to either float or swim around this Olympic-sized pool. I will tell you, after about four hours of being thrown in the pool, being pulled out of the pool, being thrown in the pool, being pulled out of the pool, and so on, I learned how to swim that day. And what happened was, it wasn't the fact that I physically learned how to swim, it's that I was thrown into a situation probably a hundred times that day. Uh, those situations were highly stressful, and I built a tolerance to the stress. So the repetition of being thrown in the pool, pulled out of the pool, thrown in the pool, and learning to calm my body, calm my mind, and deal with the situation at hand actually helped me use that stress to get through my swim test. So... The first lesson of stress management is guess what? It's actually leveraging stressful situations in a way to create this, this model in your mind that makes you familiar with the situation, creating a repetitious model of dealing with the situation. Now, I'm not asking everyone out there to, you know, to throw themselves in the pool or to, you know, try to create a, st a stressful situation. What I've actually learned is you can take these situations and you can actually create this this visualization of a highly stressful situation and you could repeat it in your mind over and over and over again. So for example, let's say you have to deal with, you know, being thrown in the pool. So how do you deal with that without being thrown in the pool in reality? You can actually visualize yourself in a situation where you have to force yourself to the extreme level of uh, physical ability, of mental ability, and you just do this over and over and over again. You can do the same thing with bills, with debt. If you know that there's going to be a bill coming, you can actually visualize what that bill is, how it's going to affect your body, and how you're going to react to this situation of seeing the bill. I mean, the more times you go through that, that visualization process, the easier, easier it's going to be 
when the actual situation happens. So first step in stress management is repetition, is to visualize a case and to build a mental and physical tolerance to the situation that may be coming up in your life. And you can leverage that to actually deal with it when it does happen. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to go over two more stress management techniques. On August 12th, 2019, you have an opportunity to take control. Control of how you will succeed at the business of life. For too long, hack mentors have promised you the easy path to wealth using their unsupported methods, even though the only way is through hard work and surrounding yourself with people that have actually done it. Paul Ciarto, serial entrepreneur and mentor, will be kicking off a 90-day growth program with his team for those that need it most. He'll be supporting only 30 qualified mentees with doubling their business value through on-site learning sessions, online classroom work, and cohort-based mentoring. Paul Ciarto is here to break the promise trap. Are you ready to succeed? See if you qualify to attend by completing the test at promisetrap.com. And if selected, your life will change forever. So it wasn't until about two years after I left the Navy that I learned my next incredibly valuable lesson in stress management. See, I was consulting for the U.S. Army as a procurement specialist, and I was learning the basics of becoming a project manager, someone who deals with tasks, people, communications, and so on. See, and I quickly learned that in the world of project management, more than 50% of all projects fail due to what? The lack of planning by team members, lack of communication between those team members. This causes such a grand effect, a failure effect. And I realized the more planning that goes into the project, the better controls that are applied, the greater amount of risk management and issues preparation combined with excessive communication with the team regarding the plan, the higher the probability of my success. Seeing how the science of project management could dramatically increase the success rate of a project, see, I got smart here. So I began applying these same techniques to the philosophies of succeeding at the business of life. I'll ask everyone listening, why do most people have stress in the first place? See, people experience stress for one primary reason. They stress because they focus on the life variables that they cannot control. See, they care too much about the possible negative outcomes of life. See, people get stressed when they are late. Why? Because they believe they could have managed their preparation time better and they're worried about the recourse of being late. See, people stress when they get a big credit card bill in the mail. Why? Because they focus on the emotional response of receiving the debt and the problems the debt causes for other areas of their life. See, people focus too much on the problem and the negative effects of the problem rather than just creating a solution. See, problems with solutions are not problems at all. In life and in business, good things and even bad things are going to happen. Just like in a project, 
just like being at work when you're trying to manage that, you know, that delivery of, you know, whatever, you know, widget you're trying to create. See, when something negative happens, what would you normally do in a work situation? You know, why would it cause a high level of stress? See, if you apply the strategy of breaking the situation down into manageable functions and developing a plan of action to implement the solution, you probably won't stress as much. So if you're at work and you're creating this new widget, I mean, what do you do? You actually create plan of execution to bring that widget to life. So in the case where someone's stressed about being late, okay, how do you manage that? You can develop an action plan to ensure you are never late again in the future. Here's a quick tip. Set an alarm. Change your thresholds for task accomplishment. And prepare in advance while taking into consideration the possible factors to minimize their effects on you being late. See, you don't have to have that much stress for situations that you can plan for. You can create a plan of action to manage the, the potential stress factors that are going to come at you. See, in addition to being reactive to the stress, you can also be proactive by creating this risk assessment with a mitigation plan for actions in your life that could possibly occur. See, since having kids, being late is just part of life, you have to be, you know, you have to predict these things happening. These things are going to happen. So how could you manage these things, you know, going forward? So what I'd like to tell people, any risk mitigation plan allows for a quicker reaction time if the event ever happens. Furthermore, it allows you to communicate with others around you regarding the plan of action in any case. So combining the first strategy of visualization, you know, practicing a response to the stress event, you know, and creating a very proactive plan of action to solve the problems that may occur this is going to reduce your stress level dramatically. So I want to break this down into a few simple steps to help you really plan to manage your stress. See, what stresses you out? What I want you to do is I want you to write it down. Write down every single thing that could possibly stress you out. Explain why the situation you just wrote out stresses you out. And you'll quickly learn it's due to essentially lack of control and you don't have any controls put in place to, to mitigate that stress. So first thing is write it down. If you feel you're going to have stress about a situation, write it down. And I want you to go through and understand why that stresses you out. So next step is, is establish some control. So you're worried you're going to be late to a meeting. What's the control? Buy an alarm clock. Leave early. Schedule the meeting for a 15-minute preparation time before the meeting even occurs. Develop a mitigation plan to prevent the stress. Don't allow it to become an uncontrolled situation. So if you develop a plan to prevent the stress, are you now stress-free? Of course not. You're never going to be stress-free, but you're going to allow yourself to bend with the stress instead of allowing yourself to break because of the stress. So repeat steps <coughs> one and two until you have a very 
very controlled model until you un- understand the stressors that you know create the physical and the mental you know uh, turmoil for you. Create a plan of action for each one, and before you know it, your stress level is going to be completely reduced to just about nothing. So what we're going to do is we're going to take another quick break, and when we get back, I'm going to go through one last story, which is going to just sum it all up into why you just don't need to deal with stress. On August 12th, 2019, you have an opportunity to take control. Control of how you will succeed at the business of life. For too long, hack mentors have promised you the easy path to wealth using their unsupported methods, even though the only way is through hard work and surrounding yourself with people that have actually done it. Paul Ciarto, serial entrepreneur and mentor, will be kicking off a 90-day growth program with his team for those that need it most. He'll be supporting only 30 qualified mentees with doubling their business value through on-site learning sessions, online classroom work, and cohort-based mentoring. Paul Ciarto is here to break the promise trap. Are you ready to succeed? See if you qualify to attend by completing the test at promisetrap.com. And if selected, your life will change forever. Okay, so the last technique in stress management. This is the best one, and we should all learn to apply this for every situation in our life. So I'll start this off with a story. I remember traveling out to this project in Chicago. It was one of the largest projects of my life. It was going to change my career. It was it was a multi-billion dollar deal. And I remember from the day I stepped out of my house, I got on the plane. The plane was late. I got off the plane. Of course, the taxi was late. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably two and a half hours late to this presentation. I walk in and one of my my uh, coworkers, they're there trying to cover me on the presentation. They throw me the clicker. I take over. It's amazing. You know, I, I'm presenting for about an hour, hour and a half. We get done and we decide we're all going to go to lunch. And of course, we go downstairs and we're looking at the different places to eat lunch. And I stopped at this little deli and they had fresh chili. And I said to myself, you know, I'm going to go with the chili. So I got a nice bowl of chili with a with a, a warm buttered roll. It was probably the best chili I've ever had. And I remember my stomach was was full. We were all, you know, happy. We were pumped. We go upstairs, but this time the situation changed. So instead of being in this open room with windows and, you know, diverse team members, we we went into this very closed off room that had no windows. And I remember there was two chairs, chair for the moderator and one for me. And we sat there. I sat in front of this, this individual. And for the next three hours, their goal was to try to break down the proposal that we had and find holes in what we were presenting. So I sat there and... You know, they're asking me questions over and over, and I found myself within the first, you know, 15 minutes, I felt felt a little grumble in my stomach, and I said, wow, something's going on. I can't, I can't do this. What's going on, you know? But I said, I'm going to get through this. About an hour and a half into it, you know, by this time, I, my head is sweating, my stomach is killing me, and believe it or not, the chili 
was taking over my body and the physical abuse it was causing me was just insane. I couldn't deal with it. And I sat there sweating. I could see the client thought I was struggling, but I stayed with it. And, and, and just about the two hour mark, the client turned to me and said, look, we're going to take a quick break. And I said, are you sure? And, you know, finally we had a break and I ran, ran out of the, out of the meeting room to the bathroom. And guess what? I could not hold myself. I wound up essentially spoiling my pants. I did a big dump in my pants and I found myself sitting in the bathroom, you know, with a, a you know, a pants, pants full of, uh, of poop. And I, I didn't know what to do. And I remember at that time, the third major lesson in my life came to me. And I looked up at the ceiling and I said, why, why me? And this weird, soothing feeling came over me. And I said to myself, things just happen. It happens. And I said to myself, you know, it's a situation that happened. Let's just deal with it. And you know what I did? I cleaned myself up and I went out of the room. Everyone was sitting there watching me, you know, laughing at me. And I said, look, we just got to win this. Let's just get back to work and win this deal. And I remember going into the meeting and just making it happen. So third major lesson is sometimes it happens. And when it happens, you have to be able to roll with it. So to sum up this week, we had three techniques. One, visualizing potential stress factors, putting yourself through a repetitious model to deal with stress. Secondly, document the stress, create a proactive plan of action to deal with it. And third, no matter what, it may happen. You know, curved balls will come your way. You just need to realize that it will absolutely happen at the, at the worst moments, and you'll just have to deal with it. So hopefully this decreases your stress a little bit. And next week, we're going to go into a lot more detail about stress management. Until next time.